Hi, I'm H and thank you for joining me for coffee today. I know as adults we don't often have the time to sit down with friends, nor in this pandemic are we allowed to. So grab yourself a, a drink and let's sit down for a chat. Because growing up is hard, but at least we have each other. Today's episode is going to be dedicated to some people I, I consider my friends, my virtual friends <laughs> online that I've recently made. And this couldn't, this revolution, what they're calling it, couldn't have come at a better time because over the last month, a lot has changed in my life and I've gotten exceptionally busy, which is really great. I'm really grateful that things are happening, but when it rains, it pours. Sometimes I feel very overextended and also I live alone. So sometimes it's just really overwhelming having to do literally everything, cope with everything and process a lot of information all by myself. So about two nights ago, I was lying in bed getting ready to fall asleep and I thought oh, let's just watch one last YouTube video which I'd like to note don't do that because if you look at a screen it's actually going to make it harder for you to fall asleep but the fact is I was on my phone previously so it didn't seem so bad at the time but anyway I'm really glad I did because I ended up stumbling on a YouTube video from one of my favorite YouTubers who is Plum Bella she's a Sims YouTuber and she was explaining how some a few a few people at that point were making stand accounts to some of the previous characters um, non-playable characters in previous sims games so i just think i need to backtrack a bit if you're listening and you don't know what the sims is which is possible allow me to explain so the sims very simply is a life simulation game this year it marks its 20 it marks its 21st year in existence there have been four games thus far so each game think of it kind of like a generation of the game it has different expansion packs and stuff packs and things like that so um we're currently on sims 4 they've recently released another stuff pack which has ghosts which i did not buy <laughs> um but essentially sims sims 4 has been pegged the millennial life simulation simulator because of how different it is to the previous games so i've been playing the sims for years i remember the first time i saw Sims 1. My cooler older cousins got it and my elder sibling was allowed to play it at their house. So I actually never got a chance to play the game. But I remember it felt like shortly after, but who's to say I was so young. One day would feel like five years and five years would feel like a week. Um, my mother actually bought Sims 2 as like a, a Christmas gift for my siblings and I. And it was the Sims 2 base pack with nightlife, pets and the celebration stuff pack which was literally the perfect combination. <laughs> I remember I used to get into a lot of trouble because I used to hog the computer to play Sims. Sims is a type of game where you would play it for hours. I remember before we got it, I would always want to go to um, 
so back in the day i'm pretty sure they still exist but you have those shops with like the bunch of computers and then you can go do stuff at like the computer lab and you pay for hours i always used to want to go with my brother and his friends because they used to play those multiplayer games and so it was great to have multiple computers so they could play together i'd want to go because i just wanted to play sims <laughs> so we eventually got it and i used to play it for hours and i used to get into trouble and there was no way of me hiding my sims addiction because pcs sounded like spaceships when you put in the disc it was like this really loud like it sounded like the pc was going to take off every time it had to load sims 2 but i really loved that game and i think something that's important to note why people really enjoyed the game or at least for me and i get the impression it it resonates with a lot of people is that in that kind of simulation it's a nice sense of control especially especially if you grow up feeling incredibly isolated or um yeah isolated or you perhaps don't feel very seen it's fun to be in a place where you can create a character that either looks like what you want to look like or look like how you look and build a world based on attributes that you enjoy so the sims is fun because you can play it in different kinds of ways if you want to be super chaotic and you want sims going around being criminals and setting things alight you're more than welcome to do funny things like that but if you want to be the person where you know you build a little family and they have a dog and you know they have a nice job and they build a nice house and the kids grow up well that's something you could also do I loved it because I could build a character that looked like me so my town's always full (laughs) of like brown girls with like big noses um and that's something that was just really special because I remember looking at the sim once I had made it and I was like oh they don't look ugly when I felt incredibly ugly and unseen in the world and to some people that might sound a a bit sad but to me and I've engaged with a lot of people who have a similar kind of feeling growing up at least to have that moment where you can look at attributes of yourself and think oh that's not bad or that's not so terrible is a good thing because a lot of people can grow up with never having that realization at all or never having a moment where they were just like oh my complexion is pretty oh my hair is pretty so the game has had issues because it does lack diversity but for me it was like close enough you had a scroller so I could make the nose wide and I could give it some kind of dark skin I could give my characters like brown eyes and big lips and I liked that and that was important um in my teens I started playing Sims 3 Sims 3 had a lot of features I don't quite like the aesthetics they did change the graphics quite a bit so each game's graphics is obviously incredibly different because times evolved and technology has really evolved so much in the last 21 years um but it is an incredibly good game I've tried playing it recently and there's so many things you can do it's just really well layered with the realism aspects of it two bits that are are unrealistic like you can build a mermaid or a vampire or you know you can get a pet like a pet horse and have it in your backyard and then ride your horse around a city like there's no way you'd get a permit like that in real life but if you're really horse obsessed and you want to do such a thing that's really great growing up I couldn't have pets either so I love playing with pets like I always have a dog or a cat and that's just some kind of wish fulfillment for me so 
As I explained, I went on Twitter to see what the video was about. And I saw what I found was people just having really interesting and fun conversations about a game that I've loved a lot. So I've never really been in a community when it comes to The Sims because it is a solitary game. It's not a multiplayer thing. Yes, we do have the gallery, but other than that, I mean, I don't build anything or make anything really interesting. So I don't really engage with people on that platform. So I went on Twitter and I had a look at what people were saying. And my intention at first was just to read and enjoy what was going on. And then I thought, like, I actually want to get involved. Like, these people seem very interesting. I like what they have to say. It's cool that we think in a similar kind of way. So let me make my own stand profile because there's some parts of the games that I really love. So when building my um, my stand profile, I'm not going to lie. I think I tried and picked something a bit old school because I also felt like I might be a bit older than a lot of the people. I'm turning 26 this year. So I picked um, the newspaper. So I feel like the newspaper is incredibly underrated. Uh, we don't have a newspaper in Sims 4 because like I said, it's a millennial simulator. So EA believes that we have nothing to do with the newspapers anymore, which in some part is kind of true because does I don't know anyone my age that goes out and buys a physical newspaper. But realistically, like newspaper is are still something that exists and people still use it. I think that's what really bothers me about The Sims 4 is I would have my older Sims still read the newspaper because that would be realistic to me. Also, what was fun about it in the previous game is you could do things like crosswords, which would increase your logic skill, which is realistic. You could look for jobs on it, which is also pretty cool because there's only one way to look for a job in The Sims 4, which is on the computer, which is also not realistic. Um, and each day there would be different jobs listed, which is also a very cool adding to it because it makes it a little bit more difficult. If you are aspiring for your sim to have a specific kind of job, they wouldn't get it right away unless you got lucky. So you'd have to continuously look for it. You could also have fun functions like make it into an aeroplane so you could shoot aeroplanes for your fun skill, which I thought was pretty cool. And also you could recycle it, which was great. I think if it really was like a Sims 4, if Sims 4 really was a millennial simulator, I think you'd still need newspaper because if you want to package things, I mean, we have boxes then you could put it in there it would also be fun for clutter or to put it on like a table I think it would also be great um for maybe if they cleaned like if you could clean a window with a newspaper but like other things because whenever someone moves everyone's always looking for newspapers and my parents hoard the stuff so you can give them anyway so I decided to be the sims newspaper because it's also fun because it makes me feel like kinship with a lot of the other inanimate objects <laughs> which have accounts um, I'll tell you about who in my mind are my best friends on Twitter now <laughs> um, and it's also cool because it's got like a fun character to play because then you report on information and it's a fun narrative whereas I think it's a bit difficult when you have a non-playable character because so many people have engaged with their narratives differently I have noticed like some people speak about certain characters and then it's it's not who I believe the character to be necessarily and this doesn't make me want to scream or get overtly upset it's just I don't really want to take that kind of risk or have to look or think in that kind of way yeah so 
I think having a Sims revolution is important in some ways. First of all, I think it's great just for building community because it's such a, it can be such a solitary game. Um, but I think bigger than that and something I'm coming to realize, millennials, we are now older. We are, we have increased buying power and Zoomers are also growing up as well. So it's funny to me that even though we exist in a capitalist society where money is king, for some reason, younger people's money is not equal to older people's money. Like why, why can't a, a game franchise take the people that enjoy the game, love the game, have been playing it almost their entire lives? Why can't they take what we love and actually just honor it? It's like, I, it's like what's happened with the Winx saga. <laughs> Sorry to make those parallels, but I have to. I love the Winx saga. It physically pains me as a, a woman of color that even though, you know, they body those skinny girls that the that was impossible but like I didn't really bug about that even though I'm I'm a fat person for me what like really irks me and hurts my feelings is like you know you grow up with certain characters and you look at them and that feeling of oh finally I'm represented I think a lot of white people don't understand that because they automatically get representation they don't realize how difficult it is just even finding something that slightly looks like you I mean it's come out now that the character which she was brown I was like oh kind of like me she's actually um latinx so we're not the same but still she meant something to me and people really enjoyed her and i think that's important it's not just like i just enjoyed her because she was brown the other diverse characters as well it was nice to see a group of diverse people actually getting along where no one was really tokenized it was just built in like real female friendship and i think a similar thing about the older sims games where there was a lot of diversity so you had rich families that were of color and you had you had a variety of different white um characters as well there's also asian characters a lot of mixed families where it wasn't like that wasn't the narrative like oh this was a mixed family it was more like okay so this family has money but also it turns out their great-grandfather's half alien <laughs> and i think it was fun to have that kind of world where it was just like so many different kinds of people um just existing and loving and having drama and, and doing funny things and you being able to add like if you wanted to add a vampire to the situation like I said if you wanted to add like a kleptomaniac you could do that or if you wanted to play that beautiful like family life and you're also allowed to do that and I think that's also a funny thing as a millennial because we are less likely to have a similar kind of family setup because of the finance issues that we have and also the social pressures um a lot of people I get a kick out of having legacies where you know I start out with a sermon and they have kids and I play with their kids and their kids and their kids and then it's fun to just see like how family builds and having like reunions and having grandparents over it's nice and it's okay to find those things nice and I feel like The Sims 4 and what they say about millennials sometimes triggers me quite a lot where it's just all it's all aesthetic no substance which I understand that younger people are seen to be very aesthetic driven but I do think there is more developing also I just like to point out that I'm kind of sick of people trying to label the next generation as superficial I don't think they are I just think when you're younger it might you might see more superficial because you're still figuring stuff out but the older you get the more you either affirm who you really are or you might come to realize like your belief systems or how you've been raised is maybe 
maybe not for you. And then once you're a bit older, that's why older people might seem like they have more substance. But it's just because maybe they understand themselves a bit better because they've had more time. I think also on just a, on a deeper level, I think it's very interesting how you have a gaming community fighting for things like more diversity, fighting for greater depth in game, fighting for better representation. Because that's a funny, that's something I find relatively funny how they try to appeal to certain millennial aesthetics and things like that and like the building of furniture or the fact that we got an eco stuff pack which is so superficial and so inconsequential it actually makes me feel scared for the kind of narrative it sends about environmentalism to young gamers because it makes it seem like fixing the environment is so easy when in actual fact like it needs to they it needs to be difficult there needs to be more work also the interesting thing about this game is that it's so middle class and white like we we need to see we need to see more cultural influences we need to be able to add that like we need to add more diversity not just for like clickbait because that's a funny thing about sims is if people were really happy with just living where every person looked the same did the same things in their world then we wouldn't have this kind of uproar but the truth is we really do enjoy the different things it's about not just about the look but also um little things like the little cultural influences you can have for example they added a pack um an island pack which it's an expansion pack to be exact but that's supposedly based on pacific islander culture but that's another thing where it's such a missed opportunity because i was really excited to see it because i thought it was going to be really fun i thought it would add a great storyline where you could have more traditional people living on an island and then you could move younger people to like a city but they could still maintain their culture but because there's no depth you can't have that kind of storytelling and i think that's something that's very important with games like the sims you can manipulate things and build storylines that we don't necessarily see in media it gives you a sense of power because that's the great challenge is we're not going to find a huge amount of diversity in the media because the media is made by white men but when it comes to a game that you play as yourself and you have world building ability that is that is an opportunity for you to actually build things that you want to see build a world better than our own but also not this easy where it's easy to be rich every neighborhood is fine like there's no burglars like something that is weird really 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 like sorry to go on a tangent and i just threw in burglars but for example in the sims 2 i said it was chaotic right so if you left your your dishes out and your newspapers they'd rot and you get cockroaches like trash you'd have cockroaches if you had a poor stove and your sim didn't know how to cook they could set something on fire um you needed alarm systems and things like that because sometimes you would get a burglar would come in if you didn't pay your bills people would repossess stuff if you didn't look after your children someone would come and take your child away and then you would have memories of that of how your child was taken away whereas the sims 4 it's as if it's as if they are saying millennial people are too weak to deal with consequences so we basically just take it out and make it this very easy game where if you don't look after your kids they just get zapped out you don't even see your kids going to the school bus your kids don't come back like back in the day that they used to and they throw, like you know wave their um, report cards at parents and tell them oh this is the grade that I got like that kind of thing is just really frustrating and then they took that away 
away and they gave us um, this kind of notion like, oh, we're going to do eco packs and island packs. And we've got, um, they've got a city pack, which is very like Asian influenced. So it's called San Maishuno. So it um, gives you like Japanese vibes in places and things like that. So they give you this kind of hope where you're like, oh, this is going to be so much better than what we've had before. And then it's just nothing. It's just superficial. Like I tried playing, um, I tried making a holiday and I tried celebrating um, Hanukkah and I'm not... I'm not Jewish, but I was just sick of all my Sims having to play Christmas. Oh, and you know what's even more upsetting is they all have Thanksgiving. Like, that triggers me. Every time I see the Thanksgiving thing, I'm like, I forget to take it out. It triggers me so much. Like, I don't, I'm allowed to be on the indigenous people's side. I don't, I'm South African. Like, I don't have to be enjoying my Sims eating pie. Like, it, it gets me every time I see it on my screen. <sighs> But it goes beyond just like racial and cultural diversity. It's also about being able to change pronouns. Um, there was a patch which allowed for you to um, create trans sims, which are really great. They actually have an unplayable um, trans sim come into the game. But what's she's not unplayable. She was just a townie, right? So she came with the expansion pack. And that was all really exciting. But it could have been so much bigger if they actually gave this some history, or they actually gave this some a storyline. But she's literally a gloomy Sim that lives with this older Sim who kind of adopted her. And then that's it. Like, I've tried playing with her before. There's, there's nothing really happening. It's just they wrote that in a paragraph, and then that's it. Like, she doesn't have any friends. She doesn't seem to have any particular interests or things that she needs to do and it's just like oh yeah it's very performative in that diversity like now we have a lot of queer couples which i think is really good but at the end of the day um you could always when i put it yeah it's performative they don't have interesting stories they don't have like if we had memories or or if they had better fold out flesh out family trees i think it would have meant more or maybe like some of the couples had a desire to have a kid or they wanted to build a business or just added some kind of storyline so that you want to play with these townies instead it's just like so yeah cool they're married cool they're there but like what do they do what are they actually about that doesn't create diversity because that's a thing that people seem to forget diversity is not just about having a race or sexuality you're not you're not a monolith you are so many different things and it would be nice to add complexity to these characters because that's what true representation is 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 allowing people that are not white men, white cis men, to be more than what society believes that they are, to just be interesting and be something. Yeah, like that would be great. So currently, I think what the challenge is with this kind of um, The Sims Revolution, which is a hashtag, it's really like, have a look if you can on Twitter. It's very interesting. People are updating things a lot. It's, it's moving really, really fast. There are so many different accounts. I can hardly keep up. Um, and people engaging and talking about different things. There's different streams on different issues in the game. I think the challenge is actually to get The Sims to take to take us seriously as the gamers. I, I, I don't understand why they can't. I don't understand why um, it's unimportant to them to actually keep us engaged. 
perhaps it's because The Sims is an incredibly mainstream game and it appeals to so many different people. Um, and it's not about how many hours you play because you're not built by hour. It's about how many packs you buy. So it's probably better for them to make a pack that's going to get a completely different audience just to purchase it than rather build something which is literally a cult classic. Um, I would just really like <laughs> a better gaming experience. I would really like to honor the people in the community. So now I want to chat about some of these people because honestly, they are just the absolute best. They are so exciting. I <laughs> I fangirl a lot. I know this is really funny because I'm a newspaper. So I know it's just someone else <laughs> that's just pretending that's made a stand account for something else. But it makes me so happy when like a non-player, uh, like a character, character from my childhood like nervous subject um nervous subject is very sad story he was one of my favorite um sad cases to actually play with when i was in primary school so sad fact is he's actually this other character who's probably murdered like all her husbands she's got a lot and she lives in like a graveyard her son got taken away which is allegedly nervous subject and he gets kept in a basement and this couple do science experiments on him and his big dream is to have like a love of his life and he wants to get married and do all those things and he actually i think in one of the other games he actually has a girlfriend but he dies in that universe and so they never get to be together but shame i love like he has a twitch and everything it's like that deep so i love playing with him helping him escape from those evil people and then he'll get married and have kids but i mean yeah that was kind of you can tell i watched a lot of disney films when i was a kid because i was like having married and having kids is a happily ever after i mean that's not necessarily true i'm not trying to fill your head with propaganda being sim- single is also a happily ever after but in my little head I felt like that was the best so (laughs) one of my so I think my favorite gang is El Bandito who is the raccoon that like digs in your trash like how great is that so if you have a garbage like they'll push over your trash can and also the trash can because we save we have the same curb so you do get a trash can in Sims 4 but it's not the same um I also feel like the bulls, Sims bulls, because you don't actually physically see the bulls anymore in the Sims 4 game. You just have to like pay them on the computer. Everything happens on the computer. It's really boring if you're playing a game. Because yes, in real life, I'm like, don't call me, email me. But in a game, I feel like I would like a different interaction. I like the drama. And then, oh, underrated. But I feel like the Sims babies or cornflakes. I don't know why their name is cornflakes. It just makes it very memorable because a lot of people are trying to advocate for babies so this is a big thing in the game that babies are actually objects in sims 4 and so in the other games they weren't like you could change them put them in strollers like in sims 2 (laughs) my sims would always like pass out and get tired so the baby would just lie on the floor and not in the crib that's really terrible but yeah also for the private school because you could send your kids to private school that was really fun but i think all the not like all the objects that like sit on the curb those are my favorite i feel very supported by these people like whenever i post something people will like it immediately um i try and like and engage with as many people's things but i honestly feel so old most of the time because i can't just keep up and i currently let's check how many i have yeah it's surprising i actually have like way more followers than i could 
could have ever anticipated. It's it's scary. I currently so my profile's not even been active for full 48 hours, and I already have 161 followers. Yeah, so that's a thing. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So what I would like to get from this experience of actually like having gone and trying to engage with people on the internet and actually like broaden my horizons, even when it comes to a game that I really like, is I think I want to take out a grander sense of agency when it comes to my buying power as a young millennial person. So just because I might not be that, I might be pretty low on the hierarchy of what capitalism deems a good and important person does not mean that my opinion is less valid on services and on um, products. This is something I actually, this actually prompted me, like being part of, this might be like a very, very whimsical thing to be doing because in the grander scheme of life, we have a lot of issues going on. So it is sometimes nice to take a break and make a, a revolution about a game because sometimes it gets a bit much about how broken the world is. But this actually, you know, having like a sense of fun and having this as kind of like a stress release from all the microaggression and all the just the general stress of having to grow up every single day has been brilliant and it's actually opened me up into having certain conversations with with other people like at work like having discussions about what are we going to do about the about millennials like how can we better cater to millennial people what kind of diversity do we cater to like do we actually have a plan on how we would like to appeal to BIPOC people to um LGBTQ plus people? Um, what about people with different religions? Is everything that we do so centered around this one kind of person that we've kind of forgotten that even in simple things like in promotional material, um, having having greater diverse diversity in just promoting things, having having like a thought and understanding of like building, building lists of, for example, people with different religions, like do we have lists like if they wanted to go on safari, like two places have prayer rooms. Could you get a prayer mat? Things like that. Those are not questions like we ever think about necessarily or actually build up a thing. It's like a case by case because unfortunately people have deemed certain communities as n- not actually viable of even marketing to, of even trying to appeal to. And so I like that this is like an age group who's trying to appeal to things. And obviously there's diversity in this age group there um, as well. But I think that that's something I just want to build into the rest of my life where if if your product for example like makeup is another big thing um that I've actually learned very early on I remember one <laughs> I used to be friends with a person and they wanted a very microaggressive thing now I love makeup and I remember complaining about shades and I said like we live in South Africa there should be a lot of different shades because realistically we have a very diverse amount of shades and it really frustrates me as someone who's more in like kind of like a dark medium when I'm like the darkest person because there are so many more shades darker than me and this person bless them they think they're an ally was like that's because people of color might not buy as much makeup as white people and so on that note what I want to take out of this experience is the fact that that's a lie that even though in the back of my head I kind of believe that my community or who I am or what I'm interested in doesn't have the buying power to necessarily be asking for what I want from 
from something I pay for or something I choose to put my money into. That's a lie. And as much as I hate capitalism, money is king. And my money is the same as someone else's money. Okay, I realize like I need to contextualize this a bit better because technically the rand is much weaker. But the truth is I have to pay more rand to keep up with other currencies. So the point is my money is equal to other people when paying for the same services. Um, And I want to take this attitude even into the Uber drivers who sometimes are like really rude just when I'm like a girl and they make you feel super uncomfortable and you feel like you have to suck up because you feel like you're going to get a low score if you don't accommodate them. But I, when I drive with men, I realize the Uber driver treats them completely different. I want to take this into every avenue of my life. So yeah, it may seem whimsical, but as we grow up, I think the world is in shambles. So if you want to take a deeper lesson and learn more about your life and how you want to live your life from building a stand account for a, for a video game, then maybe that's the thing to do. And I think I'm comfortable with that. So I hope you've enjoyed my ode to <laughs> the Sims revolution, something I'm very proud to be part of, something I hope to grow and just get more attention to. And I hope more people will try and support um, this these kinds of endeavors. Even if you don't want to support the Sims because EA is a big conglomerate that just takes money and doesn't give a shit about anyone, that is fine. But maybe you'll get inspiration to maybe start looking at how you spend your money and where you put your money and how you you, you are also actually entitled, it's not just Karens, to, okay, not be like rude and threaten people's lives and be terrible, but maybe just asking and requesting and also insisting on getting what you want for the services and goods you pay for or the services and goods you choose to support. Yeah, life is too short to uh, feel insignificant. Life is too short to be a slave to capitalism and allow them to make you feel small. So I hope you have a fantastic week. Uh, um, that hopefully you've learned something or at least very much enjoyed or maybe even had a chuckle that this is something that brings me joy and if you want to check me out um <laughs> i am the sims newspaper on twitter we've also i just like to plug one thing we've also actually launched our own instagram page which i would very much like for you to reach out and let us know if there's something you'd like to chat about any questions you had especially if you disagree or don't like something that would be really great so we are the we should go for coffee podcast and on instagram we are just we underscore should underscore coffee so send a dm tag us in a post um and let's take the conversation further okay bye